0: This is KMTT, and today, Wednesday, we have weekly shiur by Harav Yair Khan on principles of mezuzah and filin. We're going to begin a series of shiurim on mezuzah and tefillin. The main sugias of mezuzah and tefillin are found in Seder Kachim in Meseches Menachos. Kachim in general, deals with kabatos, the various different kabatos, Mesechet Menachos, in particular, deals with the korban mincha. A korban mincha is an offering that was brought that wasn't made out of an animal, but rather out of out of uh, wheat. It was made out of flour. Flour usually you take oil, you mix it together, and then what the kohen does is he takes a handful of the mixture, together with something called levona, a spice called levona. He places that on the mizbeach. That's the offering that's given to Hashem, and the rest usually is eaten by by the kohen. That's the idea of Kobi Mincha. In uh, the Mishnah, So the Mishnah says, um, You need both solet and shemen. If you don't have solet, but you have shemen. Or if you have shemen, you don't have solet. It's no good. It's Ma'akev Zae One prevents the other from being brought. Ha'komitz V'alavona ma'akvin Zae Etze. So regarding the mincha, the mincha is made out of salt and and Regarding the comets, which is the, the handful that's placed on the mizbeach and burnt on the, on the mizbeach, you have the kometz and the levona. And ma'akvin ze'edze, in other words, you can't take the handful of the mincha without the levona, or you, and you can't sacrifice the levona without the handful of the mincha. So you have you know two different examples of ma'akvin ze'edze. And then the and then the mishnah goes into a series of things that are ma'akiv ze'edze. Uh, and so forth and so on so, and, and, and so forth and so on and eventually the um, the uh, Mishnah gets up to the issues that are relevant to us. On Davchav <coughs> Chesamet <coughs> Aleph, the Mishnah says, "Shtei pasul shem mezuzah ma'akvos zo et zo, afiluk tav echad ma'akvan, dalad pasul shem tefillin." ma'akvan <coughs> abatan so within the context of ma'akvin zavad the, the Mishnah brings an example of mezuzah an example of tefillin, and an example of tzitzit the two parts of mezuzah are ma'akvin zavad if you don't have both parts of shavah and you can't put shmav without that fone or vay shmova without shma if you don't have all four partials of the in, so it's not, you know, well, I'm close enough. You need all four partials, otherwise the tfilin are totally possible. And regarding tzitzis, the four tzitzios of ma'akvots, of Zedze, you need all four tzitzios, you can't, you can't suffice with three out of the four. Okay, that's the, that's the Mishnah. The Mishnah then, the Gebar then, takes uh, this opportunity to, uh, expand on the dinim of Mezuzah, tefillin, and tzitzis. and uh, therefore we're going to in the next few weeks. We're going to uh, study some of the dinim of mezuzah and tefillin as it uh, as it's expressed in the Gemara Menachos. We're going to begin with a Gemara andaf Daf Lamed Bet The Gemara there talks about you know the the possibility of using the parashos from an old Sefer Torah for mezuzah or fitfillin. You have a Sefer Torah, let's say, or for, for mezuzah specifically. You have a Sefer Torah that's uh, part of it's become a race, it's become a puzzle, it can't be fixed. Sefer Torah is right? You have a Sefer Torah that's no longer a kasher. But the parash of Shema Im Shemoa are perfectly, are perfectly kasher. Can you cut out Shema Vahim and put it on the mezuzah? <clears throat> Sefer Torah Shabbala, or what happens if you have old Tefillin? So Tefillin, we you know has four parashios. Two out of those four parashios appear on the mezuzah. You have Kadesh Veikviyacha, and you have Shma Veimshemal. Kadesh Vayakivyacha became puzzled, but you left with Shma Veimshemal. Can I take those two parashios from the Tefillin and place on my doorpost, and and I'll have a perfectly good mezuzah? <clears throat> so the Gemara has a problem with that. The Umaris the Brisa says as follows. <clears throat> Torah, kala. We have a problem because Sefer Torah and fillin both have a higher level of sanctity than the sanctity of mezuzah, and there's a cloud that you malin bekodesh for emoridim. You go up in levels of kedusha, but you can't go down, and it was theoretically you could take the parshios that were used as mezuzah and you can place it in tefillin we'll see if that's possible or not but theoretically that, that could have been done as far as the question of Ma'alim Be'kodesh Ve'i is concerned you could have taken it from a lesser kedusha and then used it for a more profound kedusha. however to go in the opposite direction from kedusha Sefer Torah which is a higher level of Kadusha, and now to use it for a lower level to use it for mezuzah that's impossible to take, to pe- take partials from the tefillin which are in a higher level of kedusha, and then to use those parshios from mezuzah, that's impossible. You can't be morid from kedusha Khamura to kedusha kala, and therefore this is a, this, this cannot be done. the The gemara now is going to discuss, you know, why is the b'risa only talking about the problem of going down a level of kedusha? Otherwise, had it not been that there would be a discrepancy between the levels of kedusha, you would have been able to use the parsha. From a sefer Torah, and the is going to ask a number of different questions on on this assumption, uh, because you know it, it would appear that you know the partials of sefer Torah and mezuzah are so distinct that the problem goes beyond simply the question of going down from kedusha to kedusha Um and the the issue that we're going to discuss is the issue of the parchment. On what type of parchment do you write a sefer Torah, and what type type of parchment do you write a mezuzah, and what type of parchment do you write tefillin? Okay, so the Gemara says, <laughs> If you were able to go down the level, you would be able to make it. <laughs> that you have two different types of parchment. When you wrote tefillin, you write it on cloth. When you write mezuzah, you write it on something else called duxustus. So I'll, I'll explain uh, in a second. So if you write in two different things, let's say the tefillin became possible. You can't take the shema, vayim, shema that was written on cloth and use it for, for misuses that has to be written on the Okay, basically, and, and what you have is three different types of parchment. Uh, what we're going to do is, uh, I'll, I'll give you the, the simplest explanation, not the simplest, but actually the Rambam's explanation. There are a lot of different, uh, we've shown that I explained uh, the different types of parchment in different ways, but let's, just take one definition, just, you know, for clarity. We'll use the, the Rambam. Uh, the Rambam in uh, Perak Aleph writes as follows. Basically, what you have is a, a, the full parchment. When you take the height of the animal, to make it into parchment, you have to treat it. It's called ibud. You have to treat it with all kinds of chemicals and salts so that it you know, won't, won't decay. It has to be treated. That's called ibud. And... Uh, now, when you take the, the, the entire hide, you can split it into two. Now, if you use the full hide, the unsplit hide, that's called gvil. You write a Sefer Torah on gvil according to the Rambam. When you split it in half, the section that was closest to the meat of the animal, to the animal body itself, that's called cloth. This The outer section that was closer to the skin, closer to the fur, that's called dursustus. Right? So the gvil is the undivided hide, which is then treated and made into parchment. The klaf is the part, is the inner, is, is when you divide, it's the innermost part of the, of the hide, while the is the outermost part of the hide. That's according to the Rambam. Right? So what you do, the halach al-moshmi tells us that we have to write, fill in on klaf, on the inner half, and mezuzah on the outer half. So, how can you use the parshas that are written on cloth, and then use them for the mezuzah? That's what the, the Gemara asks. The Gemara answers: Lemitzvah, the halach <laughs> Moshe M'sinah is telling you it's a kiyum, but b'di'evin you can use cloth for mezuzah, and you can use the for for tefillin. Ay vatan puzzle. It says that if you change, then it becomes disqualified, it becomes puzzle. So the answer is bit fill If you're, if you write fill on duchsustus, that's puzzle. But on the other hand, if you write mezuzah on cloth, that's okay. Okay, that's basically what the Gemara says. And that's how the Raman Paskans, that you can write mezuzah on cloth, but you can't write fill on duchsustus. And the question is why? Why is this lack of why does why do we have this lack of symmetry? If the halachah Moshe Mishinai is binding, then it should be binding in both directions. If it's not binding, it shouldn't be binding in both directions. Why should we distinguish between the halachah Moshe Mishinai of writing tefillin on cloth and say that that is binding? However, that the, the same statement that there is a halachah Moshe Mishinai to write mezuzah on the That part is not binding and you can write mezuzah on, on cloth as well. That's the problem that we want to deal with. And that's basically what the Gemara says, but the Gemara doesn't explain why. Uh, most of this year is going to be based on things that I heard from Mori Verebi, Habib Yashub Yashal Veitchik, Zechat Tzadik Levracha. I heard from him or I heard tapes of Shirim that he gave. Most is going to be based on, on that. So, Rafael Veitchik asked this question. And he gave a very simple potential solution uh, initially, and that solution was as follows: the truth is that the din of duchsustus on mezuzah on duchsustus and fill on cloth—that's a din in the ksiva. The ksiva of tefillin should be done on on cloth. The the ksiva of mezuzah should be done on two different types of parchment but it's not a halachah in the Chefza of the tefillin or the heftzah of the mezuzah in other words if I would be able to attain partials of shema v'amishmoah in some other way I could put that on my doorpost as well when I want to write the partials qua partials of tefillin then I have to do it in the way that tefillin is written I have to do it. I have to do the ma'isak under on and that is a of, of of mezuzah. If I want to do a ma'isak of tefillin, then I have to write tefillin on cloth. On the other hand, what what would be if I if I have some way of attaining partials of mezuzah by some other method? Then I would be able to use those partials as well. In other words, the we seen is halacha in the of tefillin and mezuzah, but it's not a halacha in the partials in the heft of the partials of tefillin and mezuzah. and then he says something very simple now if you would want to find where else we find partials of and Mishmoah that are written as partials the answer is in tefillin. if i take tefillin, so i have four different partials i have the partial of kadesh va'kiyah shmava im so when one writes those partials on cloth that has a din of partials of Shmavaim Shamoa. It was written as Tefillin, but it has a din of partials of Shmavaim Shema Shmavaim Shamoa, written as a partial, exists in two different cases. It exists in the case of Mezuzah as well as in the case of Tefillin. So I could take those partials that were written as partials of Shmavaim Shamoa and I could put them on my, on my doorpost. What about the other way around? The other way around is a problem. Because Although I can find partials of Shmavim Shamoa, Kadishvayik Vyacha cannot be written under Sustus. Shmavayim Shmoa can, it can be written as a Mezuzah. So I have a din of partials of Shmavim Shmoa under Sustus. But the other half of the tfilm, Kadishvayik Vyacha, there is no kium or din of ksivas, partials, Kadishvayik Vyacha under Sustus. It doesn't exist. Because those partials don't, in, 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 in in, in, in in don't exist in the Mezuzah. And those partials don't exist in the Mezuzah. And therefore the only way that I can write Kais for Haik as partials are on Klaf. I And based on Mushalmi, the Rab proved that you can't have a you can't combine Klaf and duchsustus. Either it has to be all cloth or all duchsustus. Either has to be all you, you can't have some partials of Tfilin partials, some partials of, of mezuzah partials, you can't combine because they're two different halachas so if you want and there's a unity between the four different Partials of fillin, they they form a series and there's a unity between the four different parashios and we'll, we'll see that in the theorem later on that aside from the fact that in the film Shabrosh at least they have to be separate parchments you also need something to unify those four different partials. so if we need something that unifies the four different parashios then they all have to be written you know on some similar material they have to have some way in which they can combine with each other and therefore, the possibility of taking Shmavayim Shamoah on the chisustas from a mezuzah and adding on to that which has to be written on cloth doesn't work. On the other hand, taking Shmavayim Shamoah from a mezuzah, that there's that no problem with. Because they don't have to combine with anything else. I have Parshios that were written as tefillin. I can use them for, for, for a mezuzah. Okay, so in other words, the issue that we have regarding the Siva and Tuchsustus and, 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 and Klaf is a question of the Maisek But if you could find partials of Shmabim Shmoah that were written within some other context, that's a legitimate way of writing these partials, that would be fine as well. So for Kadesh B'Ayyah there is no other way other than Tfillin. For Shmabim Shamoah, there's another possibility. It doesn't only have to be written as Mezuzah, it could be written as Tfillin as well. Okay, that would explain the discrepancy. You can use, you can use, uh, klaf for mezuzah, but you can't use t'ch sustus Okay? That would seem to, to work very smoothly. Uh, <coughs> unfortunately, what makes things a little bit confusing is the question of gavio. Gevil as we mentioned before is what sefer Torah is written on. Gevil, Gevil, is the undivided parchment. And you write sefer Torah on Gevil. So the question is, can I write mezuzah? Can I use shmavim Shemoah that was written on a sefer Torah and use that for for a mezuzah? Is that a possibility or is that not a possibility? So regarding this issue, now, the Gemara seems to indicate that you could. Sefer Torah Shabala, you can't use for mezuzah because of ain more But aside from that, you could use you can use it for mezuzah. In other words, you can write mezuzah on on Geviel. It should be okay. However, there, regarding this issue, there happens to be a machlokas uh, among the Bishonim. The Ramam says that in fact, you can write mezuzah on Geviel. The... It appears in Perak Aleph al in Hechost Film Mezizah for Sefer Torah. It's okay if you write it on Gvil However, the Re argues on Tosos, and, and the Re, one of the Ba'i'a Tosos, argues on the Rambam and says that you cannot write Mezizah on gvil. Uh The Tosos appears in Menachos, Taflam, and Bezim, Tefillin al klaf, mezuzah al ushneim Both are on gvil. Sefer so Torah you write on gvil. How does it explain the Gemara? The truth is that Rabbam writes that you can write a Sefer Torah on klaf b'diavad. You know that we're not going to discuss right now. But Sefer Torah can be written on klaf, which means you could take a Sefer Torah that was written on klaf, and maybe perhaps use that for for your uh, for your mezuzah. But we're not going to discuss that right now. The question is. Can I or can I not write, take the, take the parashas of Shema V'Mishmo that were written on Geviel? And the question is, why can't I or why can't I? So, at first glance, we would say that you could. If we were going to use the logic we used before, how you can. Shema V'Mishmo appears in the Torah, and therefore the partials can be written on Geviel. So I'll take that Geviel and I'll put it on my doorpost, it should be perfectly fine. And we should say the Ram Shita is the Rami, is the Shita that makes sense, and the question is why, according to the Re, are you not allowed to take Shma and that are legitimately written on Gvil and use that for your for your for your mezuzah. So the Rav suggested that the answer could be that a Sefer Torah is not written as partials. What we need is the legitimacy of writing partials. A Sefer Torah is written as a unit. If you're missing even one Kutoshayud, shayud, then it's no longer a Sefer Torah. It's, you have to write Sefer Torah. Ad A Sefer Torah has to be written total, totally and completely. The Gavah of Nachos, Daf Lamed says, you know, if, even if it's chas or achas, it's, it's pasal. We know that if you have one mistake, the entire Sefer Torah is puzzle. Sefer Torah is not written as partials. It's a total organic unit of the entire Torah. Where do we have the as partials of Shema Vim Shemawa? In Mezuzah and in Filin. Mezuzah is written as partials. And in Filin, it's written as partials. You have four partials for Filin. But Shema Vim Shemawa that are written on the Sefer Torah are not written as partials. They're written within the context of the entire organic unit of the Sefer Torah. And therefore, there is no halacha of writing the partials of Shema v'Im on Gvil. It doesn't exist. You write the Sefer Torah on Gvil. You don't write Shema v'Im Shamoah as partials, the partial of Shema and the partial of Vam as separate units. You don't write that on Gvil. Okay, that's a nice argument. So why does the Rambam argue? Why does the Rambam say that you can use Gvil for mezuzah? So in order to explain this point, I think what we, we the, Rav, the Rav basically discussed a very, very basic issue regarding Siva of Torah Shebichsav and regarding the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah. Um, and this discussion is based on a Gemara in Gittin, Taf Samech Aleph. The Gemara there asks whether you're allowed to read from a Chumash for Kriyasa Torah. Now, when we say chumash, we're talking about a binded sefer. That's what we call chumashim. But when the Gemara talks about chumashim, it was before the printing press. That's not what the Gemara was referring to. The Gemara, when talking about a chumash, it's talking about a parchment. It was written, you know, on a parchment. It was written bidyo. It's rolled up as a, as, as, a, in a scroll. However, it's not the entire Sefer Torah. It's only bracious, for shmos, etc. You take one-fifth of the Sefer Torah. It's a chumash. It's one-fifth. It's a full unit. But it's only one of the svarim. It's one of the chamisha svarim of the, of the Torah. Right? That's what it's referring to. It's not referring to what we call a chumash, in other words, something that's what was was what was was printed, um, you know, and, and bound and not written on parchment. That's not what we're referring to. Okay. So, the, so the uh, Gemara get says as follows: <speaking in Hebrew> Can you read from a chamish? Lo havi bidei, he didn't have the answer. Ata shailu the Rab Yitzchak Navka. Lo havi bidei, he asked somebody else. He also didn't know. Ata shal be midrasha. They asked in the base medrash. Upashtua, they try to answer. Meha, Damar Rab Shmuel Ben Achmani, Am Rab Yochanan. Sefer Torah shachase ybiyachat in Korimba. You can't write from a sefer that's missing one column. V'loei, that's 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 a bad example. There, the sefer Torah is written as a sefer Torah, and it's a it's an incomplete sefer Torah. Here, you wrote a chumash, and it's a complete chumash. If you want to write, if you wrote a sefer Torah, and the sefer Torah is damaged, that's different than when you have a perfect chumash. Tavayu They said you can't read. From a Chumash why? because of Kavadat Sibur right. the question is what exactly is the question in the debate here whether you can read from a Chumash or not what is the halachic status of a Chumash we mentioned before that a Sefer Torah the Kedush of a Sefer Torah is not Sefer Torah is not written as parashos it's written as an entire organic unit you have to write the Sefer Torah Ad Tumam the complete and total Sefer Torah if it's missing one oath the entire Sefer Torah is possible so why would we think that you can read from a Chumash? What value does a Chumash have? if, As a Sefer Torah, it's Pasal. Why should you be able to read from a Pasal Sefer Torah? When, when, when the Gemara compared it to a Sefer Torah, it seems to be a legitimate comparison. Because if it's not a Sefer Torah, so what is it? So the answer is that when we talk about a Sefer Torah, we could talk about Kedusha Sefer Torah, and as we mentioned before, kedusha sefer Torah requires completeness, ad tumam. One chumash does not have kedusha sefer Torah, but you can talk about another kedusha, a kedusha of Kisve kodesh, kedusha of torah Shebech Sav. In other words, if any parsha that that you're able, a complete chumash, even though it's not a sefer Torah, it's not ad tumam, but nevertheless is a is, is, is a kedusha of Kisve kodesh. It's nitnu likasev. You're allowed to write it. It doesn't have Kedusha of Sefer Torah, and there are many halachas that relate to the unique Kedusha of Sefer Torah. But nevertheless, it is Torah Shabakh And therefore, you know, it, you're allowed to read it. The only question is, can you be Yod Sevi Kriyas torah Sibur? But you're allowed to read it. If you write Torah Shabakh illegitimately, not using the proper materials, not using the proper DO in an incomplete way, then it doesn't have a Din of Torah If you would read from what was written illegitimately, then it's very possible you would be over on the Isr of Divam Shabbat Shabbat Yatarah Shayla Baalpeh. Because Baalpeh is not reciting it by heart. Baalpeh is reading it not from, not within the context of Kisri Kodesh. The Gemara later on bring, in Gittin, it reads a case of Sefer Aftar- Aftarta. What's a Sefer Aftarta? A scroll that had all the Aftaros. Like what we have at the end of Achumish. It didn't have the complete Nadi. It didn't have the, all of Yeshayaw and Yechestel, Yom It didn't have that. All it had was, it took out the sections of the Aftarah. And the question is, can you read from a Sefer Aftarta? So the Gemara says, that Sefer Aftarta, Asul you're not allowed to read it. It's it's not. You're not allowed to write it at all. And therefore, if you're not allowed to write it, so when you read it, it's it's not, it's, it's you're not allowed to write it. It wasn't legitimately written. Right? And it says, You're not allowed to read from it. Why can't you read from it? Forget about the tzibbo. You're not allowed to read from it. Why? Because it's, You're not allowed to and then the Gemara says, "No, the truth is you're allowed to read from it. Why are you allowed to read, read from it? Since it's impossible, you know, it's very, very difficult, you know, to to, to have a scribe writing the entire neviim and to only use that. Therefore, in order to save money, they had a scribe writing the sefer haftarot. And you know, the, the days before the printing press, it was very, very expensive. Svarim were very, very expensive." You know, you, we know how much the sefer Torah costs, so to write the entire navi was very, very expensive, and therefore ace lassal shoshem yfeir secha. Just like we have that, red, that that they wrote down the Mishnah, which is dvar shabbal pei iat They wrote it down because of ace lassal shoshem yfeir secha and allowed allowed the writing down of the mishnayos and later on the Gemara, even though dvar shabbal pei iat harashala so too, they allowed writing certain sections of Kisei Hakodesh illegitimately, and to read from that, you know what they allowed was baalpeh Why? Because of Shem Secha. But basically, what we see from over here is that when you write it illegitimately, it doesn't have a din of and you're not allowed to read from it because it's considered Amira Balpen, right? So the idea is that Chumashim, you're allowed to write. It might not have a kedusha of Sefer Torah, but it does have a din of Kisvei HaKodesh because it's a complete, total unit. And that's what the Gemara answers. No, a Sefer Torah that's missing a urea, that's a Sefer Torah that's possible. Puzzle. If a Sefer Torah is Puzzle, a Sefer Torah cannot be written in completely. And therefore, it doesn't have a din of Kisvei HaKodesh. But when you have a complete Chumash, which is you know, an independent, organic unit, so that's not puzzle. It is Kisvea Kodesh, it's Torah It does, doesn't have the Kedusha of Sefer Torah. So basically what the Gemara is asking is, in order for Kriya Sotorbit Seabor, are you allowed to use Torah Shavach Or do you need Kedusha of Sefer Torah? That's the question of the Gemara in Gittin. And on that the Gemara in Gittin says, basically, you would be able to use kisfia Kodish. However, Mishim Kavarat tzibur they required a torah shavuch sab. And the question that, the, that that's discussed here can, can the can tzibur be mochel on their kavod or not be mochel on their kavod? Now, what happens b'diav? But if I have no sefer that's kosher, can I use a sefer torah that's possible, or incomplete orachumish? Okay, those are issues that are going to be discussed by the rishonim and by the poskim. What does this all have to do for us? Basically, when we talk about writing partials on gvil, which, you know, partials that exist as an independent unit within certain context. So you can say, well, on the one hand, it doesn't have a Kedusha Sefer Torah, but it might have a din of Kedusha of Kisvi kodesh. So the question is, can I use those partials which have a din of Kisvi kodesh? can I use them for 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 mezuzah? That basically becomes our, our question. Um, there's a famous Rambam that writes that for all parchments, for mezuzah, for tefillin, for Sefer Torah, you need to treat them, to make them into parchment. You have to treat them. Regarding Sefer Torah and regarding tefillin, you have to do ibud When you treat them, you have to do ibud l'shem, Kedushah's tefillin, l'shem Kedushah's Sefer Torah. But regarding mezuzah, although it has to be treated, it doesn't require ibid lishma. The Chachmi l'neil asked the Rambam what, what the reason for this discrepancy is, and uh, the Rambam the Chukra writes an answer. Reb Chaim, in trying to explain the meaning of this answer, writes, "Hadin ibud shem mezuzah came the alfin l'miksivas pasha sota, ena we didn't kisivas mezuzah. Rakedin sefer the pasha sota." The And therefore they need Lashma. The rav in trying to explain the What does Rav say basically? He says when do you need ibid When you have to create kedusha. When do not you need ibud When you're writing like a megillah sota. When you're writing as a sefer. What is sefer and what is kedusha? So kedusha is when you have a Kedushah that's above and beyond the regular din of kisviah kodesh. Tefillin have kedushas tefillin. When you write paschas tefillin, paschas tefillin are part of kedushas tefillin. Kedushas tefillin is created by combining the paschas fillin together with the batim and the retuzos, and then you create a new kedusha of kedushas tefillin we saw that Kedusha of Tefillin are greater than the Kedusha of Mezuzah. In other words, the Kedusha of Tefillin is above and beyond the regular status of Kisvei Kodish. And since when I'm writing the Tefillin, I, 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 the parashops of Tefillin, I have to create within them the potential to combine and be part of Kedusha's Tefillin, therefore it requires Yubit L'shema. When one writes the Sefer Torah, one is creating, again, it's not just Kisvei kodesh. one is creating a Sefer Torah. And therefore, when making the parchment, you have to do ibud Lashmah. It's mishum kedusha. However, by mezuzah, there is no kedusha. The parshios of mezuzah only need to be torah shavvach sav kodesh. We don't requ- require a special halacha of parshios of mezuzah. There's no special kedusha of mezuzah as an independent unit. You simply take parshios of Kisviya kodesh and you put them on your doorpost. That's what mezuzah is. There's no What is mezuzah? Mezuzah is not the, 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 uh, the, 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 uh, you know, the fancy box that I put around it. Mezuzah is no more than parshos that you put on your doorpost. Mezuzah doesn't mean, you know, that, you know, fancy little box that we put around it, whether it's made out of gold or silver or wood. Mezuzah means the doorpost. You take parshos and you put them on the the doorpost. That's all. The cover that we have, that's just, you know, that's just to protect it. So we make it fancy also because we like mitzvahs but that's not what mezuzah is mezuzah is the parashos you, in other words by mezuzah is different than tefillin and sefetor because tefillin and torah have a kedusha above and beyond Kisriyak Kodesh and therefore requires Ibud Lashma on the other hand mezuzah does not require Ibud Lashma because mezuzah merely requires taking parshos of Kisriyak Kodesh and putting them on your doorpost oh, so according to this the rabbin works out perfectly if that's what the rabbin holds it's perfect because the Ravim says, you're right, you can't write a Sefer Torah as partials. But you can write Kisveh Akolish as partials. You can write the parsha of Shmavim and on Gevil as a partial of Kisveh Akolish, not as a Sefer Torah, but as Torah Shemach you can. And therefore, we could take these partials, which have a din of Kisveh Akolish, and we can put them on our door. Because, on our door, doorpost. Because, regarding Mezuzah, we require no more than taking partials of Kisveh Akolish and putting them on our doorpost. There is no Kedusha of Mezuzah. And therefore the Zizu doesn't require Ibn Shma. So we'll take the partials that are written as Kisvi which exists. You know, that does exist on Gvil. Sefer Torah doesn't, but but but, but does. So we can write the partials independently as Shmahv and Shema independently on Gviel and put them on our doorpost. And that would be enough. And that would explain the Sheikh of the Rambab. I, the reed, said you can't do it. Well the Reed might hold like the Rush. The says that mezuzah does require ibud lishma, and if we're consistent with our understanding, that would mean that mezuzah is not merely kisfia kodesh, but there is a kedushas mezuzah beyond kisfia kodesh, and therefore mezuzah, the parchment of mezuzah, also requires ibud Shame kedushas mezuzah, and that therefore merely kisfia kodesh wouldn't work. If you ha- have the parshos that were written as tefillin or as sefer Torah, uh, that would work. But a moridin. But to take the the, the parashos, right? If, if it was used as a sefer Torah, but but, um, but 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 is not written as a parsha. And kisvei hakodesh, which can be written separately, that can't be used for mezuzah. Mezuzah has to be written; it has to have a certain kadusha. and therefore you have to have things that are written. That have a din of Kadusha in them. So where do you have Kadusha? You have Kadusha in Sefer Torah, you have Kadusha in Tefillin. Tefillin, you can write the partial of Shema as partials with Kadusha. And therefore those partials can be used for, for Mezuzah. If they weren't yet used for Tefillin, you, you, you could have used them for Mezuzah. If you wouldn't have the problem of Ein then you could have used them for Mezuzah. Because they were written as partials and they have within the Kadusha. On the other hand, Sefer Torah is not written as partials. The idea of Shema Bishma as partials don't exist within the Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah has to be complete. And therefore, you can't use mezuzah that was written on Gvil. Ah, you can write Kisri HaKodesh on Gvil independently. Well, that's not good enough for mezuzah, because mezuzah is not simply taking Torah and and putting them on your wall. You have to take partials that were written with a certain amount of Kedusha that were elevated written as partials with Kedusha and only then put them on your wall so uh, on your doorpost I'm sorry and therefore the the way that the Rav wanted to to explain the Shita of the Rambam is that the Rambam allows you to use Kisviya Kodesh without any elevated Kedusha or Kedusha's mezuzah Regular Kisveh Kodesh, that's what you put on your doorpost. You take Kisveh Kodesh, you put them on your doorpost. There is no special Kadushas Mezuzah. As opposed to Tefillin and Sefer Torah that have, a, a, a beyond being Kisveh Kodesh, they have a separate Sefer Torah, only when it's complete, or Kadushas Tefillin. On the other hand, when we talk about the, the, uh, the, the shita of the Re, the Re might hold that there is Kedusha's Mezuzah. And therefore, you can't simply use the Kisveah Kodesh, which has no Kedusha. It's basically just the definition of Sefer, which requires Ibud, but not Ibud Lashma. That, that cannot be used for a Mezuzah. You need something that has a din of Kedusha, a Dion Kisveah Kodesh, and that only exists within the context of Tefillin or Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah is an organic unit, and therefore, there is no din of partial Shemav Mishmoah within the context of Sefer Torah. While tefillin, theoretically could be used as long as it wasn't used for tefillin itself, and then you have the problem of a maridin. But if you would write merosh, parshos, of mezuzah on, uh, on, on cloth, that could be used for, for the mezuzah as well. On, uh, on,